Welcome to the Seed of Life Church Houston social media church broadcast. Hi, I'm your host, Pastor Elder Stelly. On behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and my children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of our church family at Seed of Life, we welcome you to Seed of Life Lifelines. Let's have a word of prayer and get right into the message. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you today for this broadcast for these, your people. I pray today, Father God, that you would think through my mind and speak through my lips and that your word would come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. We give you praise in advance for every sign, wonder and miracle of God that you're going to do for these, your people today in Jesus name. Amen. Well, let's get right to it. You know, we've been talking about a subject that's very important in the times that we live in, and that subject is the blessing power of God. Last week, we talked about living under the blessing. This week, we're going to be talking about the blessing power of God. Now, understand, if we're going to live under the blessing, we have to know something about God's ability to make his blessing power manifest in our life. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. I want you to take some good notes and follow along with us. Our first scripture is going to come over. Let's go over to Deuteronomy chapter 28. We're talking about the blessing power of God, you know, and it's because the times that we live in, I mean, these times are hard to deal with. We've never been in a situation like we're facing now. And if we become distracted, if we become, uh, uh, you know, just concentrating on the problem of this COVID-19 status that we're living on, we'll overlook the fact that we have a covenant with God. We'll overlook the fact that God has a way to get us out of any situation and circumstance that we face in any plot, plan and scheme of the devil through the blessing. And so we're going to look at it, the importance of having the blessing power of God in our life. And we're going to look at that today. Look over there in Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28 is the passage in the Bible that talks about God's ability to bless us. If you're going to live as the head and not the tail above only not the, and not beneath in these last days, you're going to have to know something about the blessing power of God. Over there in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse one, the Bible says, and it shall come to pass that if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee high above all the nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon thee. God initiated a plan so that his people can live blessed and protected in this earth. Amen. That is currently living under the curse. Amen. A world that does not have a covenant with God. It's important that the people that know their God right now begin to speak up and speak out concerning the blessing power of God, because the blessing makes everything better. And the blessing is the only thing that can turn this curse around that the devil is trying to bring on the earth. Amen. So he said, all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Here's what he said. Verse number three, bless shall thy be in the city and blessed shall thy be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy ground. You're going to have health in your body. Amen. The fruit of the cattle and the increase of thine kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Look what he said. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shall thy be when thou comest in and blessed shall thy be when thou goest out. The Lord. See, this is something that God initiated. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee. To be smitten before thy face. 
there's a supernatural protection program involved in the blessing. Amen. Glory to God shall be smitten before thy face. There shall come out against thee one way and flee from before thee seven ways. Verse eight, the Lord shall command. And this is what we're talking about. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouse and in all that thou settest thy hand unto. And amen. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Let's stop right there. I want you to know that the power of God is present right now as I'm coming to you through this broadcast to initiate a plan of increase, protection, and blessing for your life through his word today, if you can just get a hold of the word of God today. Now listen to me. This is the season of great impartation and revelation for the people of God. So now when you're hearing the word of God, you're hearing something supernatural that can change your life. In Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 2, let's go there. You need to see that. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse number 2. You know, when you hear the word of God, you're not just hearing somebody, you know, audibleize uh, uh, a topical message from the Bible. You're actually hearing the spirit-like power of the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Being broadcast into your spirit, man. And if you receive it like that, amen, it'll transform your life. Look at Ezekiel chapter two, Ezekiel chapter two. And I want you to see the power of God to come in you when you hear the word of God. Let's go to the first verse, because this is when Ezekiel was being commissioned to preach the word of God. The Bible says, and he said unto me, son of man, stand upon thy feet and I will speak unto thee. Now watch this. As God spoke to the prophet, look what happened as he spoke. The spirit entered into the man of God when he spoke unto him. Amen. So when the word of God, God speaks to us through his word and that word that's being spoken can actually enter into our spirit, man. Glory to God. And we can receive the promise of what the word of God promises. And right now we're talking about the blessing. Amen. Power of God. Amen. So let's look at it. The word of God is designed. You got to understand this. Now, when you're hearing the word of God. It's designed to get results. Amen. If you're facing anything in your life, I want you to know this morning you're greater than what you're facing. If you're facing anything on your job, I still want you to know this. You're greater than what you're facing. We're going to release the power of God's blessing for your life and you're going to receive a breakthrough in that area. Amen and amen. Now, listen, the gospel message of the blessing power of God is needed in the time that we live in. In a time when the economy is slowing down through the due to this COVID-19 status and people are being furloughed and laid off and amen. Seemingly, it's, it seems like it's a dark time. Amen. Because what's manifesting is actually, amen, the devil's plot plans and schemes to try and force upon us a curse that is not intended for us, nor can come upon us. Well, it's at that time when the curse is manifesting, when the darkness is coming, that we ought to rely on God's blessing power to deliver us and he'll do it through his word. Amen. Now more than ever, we need to have that. Now, understand God's plan for blessing will always be the supernatural law of seed time and harvest. Glory to God. Amen. Seed time and harvest anointing is here right now coming to you through this broadcast that as I sow the word seed and you receive the word seed, the power of the word seed is going to manifest what the word of God promises for your life. And you got to believe that today. And we're going to show you this in the word of God. So let's get started. Amen. That was a nice overview. Let's get started. Let's go to Galatians chapter three. 
in Galatians chapter three, we see that we are we are mandated to live under the blessing and have God's blessing power operative in our life. Amen. It amen. You got to you got to live supernaturally. Every area of your life going to have to it's going to have to come under the supernatural power of God. Amen. Every area of your life is going to have to line up. Amen. With what God said in this time. And you just got to live under covenant with God. Amen. You got to say yes to God and no to everything else. Over there in Galatians chapter three. Let me find it. Here it is. Galatians chapter three. Let's look at verse number. Verse number five, because, you know, there's miracle action power in the word. We have to know that when we're expecting God's blessing power for our lives. It says this. He, therefore, that ministered to you the spirit and work at miracles among you, do it he it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Even as Abraham covenant believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. Amen. In the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham. See, this gospel message of covenant living with the blessing power of God on your life is right here in the Bible. And that's what Jesus came back. And when, when, when that's what Jesus came. And when he preached it to Abraham, Abraham heard the gospel. He heard the good news that amen. The blessing was what he was to live under. Amen. Watch this now. And the scripture first seeing that God would justify the heathen through faith. Preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, in thee shall all nations be blessed. Look at verse nine. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful or like I like to say it, believing Abraham. Glory to God. Drop down to verse number 13. Let's look at that. The Bible says Christ, the anointed one in his anointing, has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having been made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hang it on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham may come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, and that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. Now, that's covenant living with the benefit of the blessing power of God being made operative in our life through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus. With this blessing, God will protect us. With this blessing, God can sustain us. With this blessing, God will open up doors to us that we never thought could be open. And we will walk through those doors with blessing power on our life. We can believe the word of God. Well, what what does blessing look like? Well, look, well where, did, where did it start at? Well, let's look at it. Look over there in Genesis. Uh, go to Genesis chapter 12. We might as well go back to the beginning of blessing. You need to know that the blessing power of God can come on your life. If you can see it in the word of God and believe it in your heart, it'll start manifesting. It'll turn your life around. Glory to God. It would God. Listen, God won't even let your enemies stand against you. Glory to God. Because he has the blessing is on your life and the blessing knows what to do. This is how God called Abraham. Look at Genesis chapter 12, verse one and two. The Bible says this. Now, the Lord said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee and I will make thee a great nation. Amen. And look what he said. And I will bless thee. Glory to God and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. Hallelujah. Bless God. Now, understand, we see here that the blessing was God's idea. It wasn't something that man conjured up or man desired greatly in his heart. Man had no way to, to please God. But you know what? God initiated a, the, his blessing power flowing in Abraham's life through Abraham being in covenant with him. Amen. 
and the blessing brings forth results, tangible, material results of God's goodness in our life. And I'm going to show you this in the word of God today. Look at Genesis chapter 13. Let's go. Let's look at it right there. You need to see this. Amen. Genesis chapter 13, verse one and two. What's the end result of God's blessing power being in your life? I'm going to show you Genesis chapter 13, verse one. And Abraham went up out of Egypt, he and his wife and all that he had. And Lot went with him into the south. And look at this verse two. And Abraham, because he had the blessing on his life that God initiated in chapter 12, verse one and two. And Abraham was very rich, meaning abundantly supplied in cattle, in silver and in gold. I'm going to tell you something, folks. If you're facing any kind of financial shortage, if you're facing any kind of deficit in your life, if you're unemployed, praise God. If you got lack and not enough. That is not the plan of God for your life. You have a covenant with God through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood has made possible for God's blessing power to manifest in your life. If you're a believer in Jesus, you can have the same blessing that Abraham had in his life. Now, that might not make a whole lot of sense. But I'm telling you, if you get in faith, it'll make a whole lot of faith. Glory to God. And I'm going to tell you something. The word of God wasn't designed to make sense. It was designed to make faith. Glory to God. I'll say that again. The word of God is not designed to make sense. I'm talking about a logical thinking and humanistic reasoning. But it's designed to make faith. Faith is the supernatural power of God under you. And if you can believe God right now, his anointing of blessing will touch your life. And make your life exponentially better. Praise God. Because that's what God wants for you. You know, in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, the Bible says that we are blessed with every blessing in the spiritual places through Christ Jesus. Through Christ Jesus, you can have all your bills paid. Through Christ Jesus, you can live as the head and not the tail above only and not beneath. Through Christ Jesus, God will sustain you whether you've been laid off or furloughed. Through Christ Jesus, God can counsel every debt in your life if you understand what's written in this word concerning having his blessing power activated in your life today. Amen and amen. So you're going to have to learn how to claim some things. Amen. The power of God for blessing, I declare and decree it, is coming upon you right now to restore that which the enemy has stolen from your life. Glory to God. Amen. Let's look at that. God's ability to restore. Look at Genesis chapter 14. Amen. Genesis chapter 14. See, the devil wants you to believe, well, we might as well give up. Look like this thing. God's not healing. People are dying. The economy is going down the tubes. Woe is me, honey. Not, not, not me. I'm not going to say that. In this time, I'm going to speak up. I'm going to speak out. I'm going to say what God has said. I'm going to believe God all the way. Glory to God until I have what he said I can have in my life. Amen. Look over there in Genesis chapter 14. Look at verse number 11. Hallelujah. Amen. Now understand, a lot of things were going on, you know, uh, the, the, a war came up and, you know, uh, Abraham had to go and fight. Amen. And look what happened. Because of this now. And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah in their vestibules, and they went their way. And they took Lot, you know, the people came in and they came in there and they took Lot, you know, glory to God. Amen. They took Lot, amen, and Abraham's brother's son and who dwelt in Sodom, 
and his goods and they departed. So when the enemy come in like a flood, the Bible says in Isaiah 59, 19, that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Right now, you might feel like you're trapped right now. You might feel like a man. You don't know what to do. You might be running out of money. The government is cutting off the benefits now, you know, in the land. But I'm telling you, God said, amen, if you can just hold on and believe him, amen, glory to God, God will get you out through the blessing. Look at verse number 13. And there came one that had escaped and told Abraham, the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Moriah, in Moriah the Amorite, the brother of Ishkul and the brother of Anna. And these were confederate with Abraham. And when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. Abraham had so much uh, sufficiency that every servant born in his house, he was able to provide for him. Amen. And he armed 300 of them, glory to God, 318 of them, and he pursued those people that came and took his relatives. And he divided himself against them and he and his servants by night smote them and pursued them unto Herbar, which is on the left hand of Damascus. Glory to God. And he brought back. Listen to this. And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the women also and the people. Let me tell you something. God can restore you. Amen. If you go through and re you read through this uh, chapter 14 of Genesis in your devotional, you'll see God's ability that even though the enemy is trying to come up against you and he's encroaching against your family, he's coming against your finances. If you got a covenant with God, you can lift up your hand and declare and decree the blessing power of God and God will deliver you. Glory to God. And you need to see that God can restore you and you need to start claiming the blessing. Amen. The blessing like Anything else in the Bible will only manifest if you have knowledge of it and you understand it and you believe in it. And here's another thing. You have to start speaking it out of your mouth. Glory to God. You're going to have to start speaking God's blessing power because this is not just a book. Amen. This is a book of supernatural power with supernatural word seed in it. And if you begin to speak the word of God in this natural realm from a heart filled with faith, from a covenant perspective, you'll have what God said you're supposed to have in your life. Amen. Glory to God. So you ought to just begin to say, I know it, I believe it, and I speak it. And that's what faith is. Amen. Look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. That's what faith is. Amen. God only recognizes faith. And the blessing, like everything else in the Bible, will only manifest if you operate in faith. Amen. Now, you know, there's some principles and some precepts that you're going to have have to have in your life lining up. Amen. You're going to, first of all, you're going to have to be saved. Amen. Second of all, you're going to have to get in the covenant with God, you know, and, and start serving him. Praise God. And you're going to, then you have to learn the word of God and believe it. Amen. These things, amen. These things are obtainable by the Holy Spirit's power and can be made operative right now if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. But it's going to take some faith. Why faith? Here's why. Look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. The Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him, God, for he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he, God, is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. 
When you get in, into a, rela a covenant relationship with God and start seeking him, glory to God, his kingdom, his ways of doing things and being right. Honey, I'm telling you, it lines your whole life up for blessing. The favor of God will come on you. The blessing power of God will begin to work and the devil's power will begin to be broken from over your life, over your finances, over your body. You know, the blessing right now that we're talking about, the blessing power, it can keep your body healed. Let's look at that. Look at Exodus. This is not one of the scriptures, but I need you to see this, that God, because, amen, you got a covenant with him and, you, you know, you're, you're seeking him, amen, to have his, his blessing power manifest in your life. God said, you'll sit down and start eating and I'll bless you. Amen. I bless your food so good that as you eat, it'll make your body well. Amen. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Praise God. Look at uh, Exodus 23, 25. I think that's it. Yeah, that's what it is. Exodus 23, 25. The Bible says, and you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And he said, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When you got a covenant with God and you're sitting, I mean, you, you can just be in your house uh, uh, pronouncing grace over your food. Honey, I'm telling you, the blessing power of God will come on that food and the food that you eat will begin to work as a medicine in your body to keep sickness and disease away from the midst of you. That's the blessed lifestyle that God wants you to live. Amen. He wants you to live under the blessing with his power in your life. Glory to God. And he'll do it. Amen. If you believe him. Now, the problem is you got a lot of God's people. They're not aware about. Uh, you know, the things of God concerning this blessing that Jesus died for you to have. The Bible says in Acts 326, God sent Jesus to bless us. The whole reason why Jesus came was to make manifest the covenants of blessing that a man he died for us to have. Glory to God. The same very same blessing that was on Abraham can come now into our lives and we can be the head and not the tail above only not beneath even our enemies will be made to be at peace with us in Jesus name. But you got to have knowledge of that. The Bible says in Hosea four, verse six, my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. Amen. They know about everything else, but they don't know God. And you know what? We're getting to that point where we have to really know God. We have to be determined to know the will of God concerning the blessing. It's spiritual laws and the applications of them in our life. Amen. We got to have this in our life. Amen. Praise God. Now, here's the reason. Here's the reason why a lot of people can't, you know, they they go from one storm to the next, one struggle to the to the next. And it's because they haven't grown up spiritually. Well, I go to church. Well, that's fine. That's a great thing to go to church, but it's a better thing to know Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at Galatians chapter four. Here's the reason why. See, it's time for the church to grow up. Amen. Galatians chapter four, verse one. We got to get a revelation of who we are. We got to get a revelation of what Christ died for us to have. We got to have an understanding of the covenant that God has mandated that we live in with him. And then we got to learn, amen, just to be mature Christians. Glory to God. You know, I, what we preach here in this church, we don't preach foolishness. We preach faith because faith is the only way to please God. And faith is the only way that you can access, glory to God, the supernatural power that is in his word for blessing. Amen. So the church needs to grow up. Look what it says in Galatians chapter four, verse number one. Paul said this. Now, I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, 
differed nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. Even though Jesus died, shed his blood for us to have the blessing. Until we grow up and understand what's in his word. Amen. Honey, I don't care if he's made us Lord of all. We're, we're different. Nothing from uh, from the servant. We're just like a slave. We will be a slave to the world system of lack and not enough. We'll be a man. Glory to God. A slave to our jobs. Amen. My job is not my source. My job. Praise God. Listen to me. It's the place of assignment that I collect seed to sow into God's kingdom. Amen. I live a seed-based life because the law of seed time and harvest will never cease. And so I'm in covenant with God operating in the principle of seed time and harvest. And so I live blessed. Just that simple. Praise God. Everybody in my family is blessed. Glory to God. My wife's blessed. My son's blessed. My daughter's blessed. We're blessed. Going in, blessed coming out. Blessed in the city and blessed in the field. And it's not because of where we work. Glory to God is because of who we know and his, what we know from his word. We live off the word of God. Amen. And amen. So it says this. Now I say it again. Now understand this. Now I say unto you that an heir, as long as he is a child, different nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. But he is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so, we when we were children were in bondage under the elements of this world. There it is. But when the fullness of the time was would come. God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law. Here's the reason why he sent him to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. Amen. Glory to God. And because ye are sons, God has sent forth his spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, father. He said, wherefore, thou art no more servant, but a son and if a son, then an heir of God through Jesus. Let me tell you something. You are an heir of God. You're a joint heir with Christ Jesus. And you need to know about the blessing power of God. Amen and amen. Let's look at it a little further. Amen. We need to get a revelation of this. We have a supernatural mandate upon us to reign as kings in this life over sickness and disease and over poverty and lack. And amen. And over all the power of the enemy. Amen. God has given us through the blessing, the anointing of exemption that even with this COVID-19 uh, disease or virus that the devil is bringing against the land. We can live through the blessing exempt, free from the curse, free from sickness and disease, premature death. And anything else the devil tries to do to us. Well, you never heard that. Just look at it. Look over there in Luke chapter 10. We're going to go hurriedly. Luke chapter 10, because we're pressed for time. Luke chapter 10, verse number 19. I want you to see this. The spirit of God is going to show you something today that you probably didn't know, but you got more power than the, than the enemy. You have more power than the devil. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear you talk about the devil because you don't want to stir him up. But I'm telling you, you got an enemy. The Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10, that the thief cometh not but for to kill, steal and destroy. That's a progressive plan to bring destruction in your life if you're not in covenant with God. But Jesus said, but I have come that you might have life 
and have it more abundantly. In the Amplified Bible, it says it like this in John chapter 10, verse 10, part B, it says this, that you might have and enjoy life in abundance to the full until it overflows. And that's the life that Jesus Christ died for you to have. And if you're not living like that, then you need to get a covenant with God and come on and live under the blessing with us so that you can be the head and not the tail. Above only, not beneath. Now, I said you got more power than the enemy. The Bible says in Luke chapter 10, verse number 19, it says this. Behold, I give unto you power to trade, on, to trade upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. That means that if you are born again, you got your mind renewed on the word of God, you got a covenant with God, you're filled with the Holy Spirit, amen, of Christ in your heart and in your being. You can declare and decree a thing and see it established. You can say, no, not here, devil. A thousand will fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but it shall not come to me, according to Psalms 91, verse 7. Ah, uh, no, no, not, not me, devil. According to Psalms 118, verse uh, 115, it says this, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of God. It's somewhere up in there. Praise God. Amen. Understand something. God wants you to live the blessed life. The blessed life is a life, amen, that you never thought you can live. But it comes to us by way of Jesus Christ, and he'll protect us, amen. Now, understand something. When you're looking at the blessing, you're going to have to look at it with your spiritual eyes and not your natural eyes, amen. Praise God. Let me show you about the natural man. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. See, when you start talking about stuff like, God, I know that I'm supposed to be blessed. I know that Jesus died for me to have the blessing. I know that I'm a joint heir with him. And even though I'm faced with these situations, if I, if I stand in covenant with God and release my faith, the anointing of blessing will come onto my house and God will deliver us. We just got to hold on. We just got to believe. People look at you like they're crazy. Amen. They'll look at you like a cow at a new gate because they are not in covenant with God. They're not connected to his kingdom. And so these spiritual things that you're hearing about right now is all foreign to him. What is he talking about? Praise God. Well, the Bible says if our gospel will be hid, it's hid uh, from those that are lost, whom the God of this world, the Satan, has blinded their eyes. What I'm telling you something, here's the reason why they can't receive it right now. First Corinthians chapter two, verse 14. It says this, but the natural man receiving not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they're spiritually discerned. I mean, it's, I mean, this is like water off a duck's tail for some people. When you're telling them that the curse is manifesting in the earth through this COVID-19 attack from the devil, and the only thing that can get rid of the curse is to release the blessing, because the blessing is the only thing that can reverse the curse, they'll look at you like you're crazy. And it's written right here in the Word of God. Praise God. Amen. But we know what we believe. Amen. And so we're going to stand on the word of God. It's time to come out. Amen. Of our own spiritual darkness and embrace the fact that God sent Jesus to bless us. Look over there in Acts chapter three, verse 26. You need to get your eyes on that. I'm, I'm going to live the blessed life. If this what this preacher is saying is true, Father God, I want it. That's what you ought to be saying. Amen. Look at uh, Acts chapter three, verse 26. It says under you first, God, having raised up his son, Jesus, Send him to bless you and turning away every one of you from his iniquities. Amen. Every one of you turning away every one of you from your iniquities. Now, we all then walked in darkness from time to time. I walked in darkness. I wasn't always saved. Praise God. And even at certain seasons in my life while being saved until I came into the knowledge of transformation and mind renewal. 
I mean, I believed in Jesus. I loved Jesus. I served in the church, but I was still in darkness. You know, I went to church every Sunday, twice on Sundays. Praise God in that denomination, the church I was in. Praise God. But, you know, the whole choir was in the nightclub, you know, the, the Saturday before. Amen. And we didn't know we were in darkness. Amen. When I say darkness, we didn't have the knowledge of the Lord spirit operative in our life transforming us. And so we heard the word, the preacher preached, but we went right back to our sins. And we have to ask God to show us what's stopping his blessing power in our life and do whatever he tells us to do after that. Let me show you something talking about spiritual darkness and we'll go look at uh, Acts 26, 18. Because I know a lot of people say, what you talking about? I'm, and I remember one time I went over to our, uh, this lady, she was the, the, you know, she was the organ player in this denominational church. You know, she was the choir leader. And she, uh, I, I did, I had a business at the time and, you know, I did some work at her house. And I was shocked to, to see that that woman had more liquor in her house <laughs> than a liquor store. Praise God. Well, she was in darkness. She loved God. And she was just in darkness. Amen. So you don't have to go to the nightclub to be in darkness is what I want you to see. Darkness is all around you if you're part, if you're living apart from this word. Amen and amen. Let me show you something. Acts chapter 26, verse 18. This is the spiritual darkness that we got to ask God to get us out of so we can have the blessing. He's, look what Jesus said. Hallelujah. He said this. Uh, uh, Paul spoke uh, by the, uh, Peter spoke by the Holy Spirit. He said this. Watch this. Paul, Paul is speaking to Agrippa right here. Watch this. He said to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, that they might receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Glory to, glory to God. That's what Jesus spoke through Paul. Amen. He wants us to turn, watch this, from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God, that we might receive forgiveness of sin and an inheritance. See, it's not just good enough for you to get your sins forgiven. God has an inheritance of blessing, covenants of blessings that he wants to manifest in your life. If you believe the word of God and you get your mind renewed on the word, God will make that manifest in your life today in Jesus name. Now, the blessing is designed to bring you out of darkness. Amen. Hallelujah. Bring you out from under that curse. Glory to God. Amen. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 28, 15. I want you to see this. We're talking about the blessing power of God, but you're going to have to know about something about what you believe. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 28. I believe it's verse number 15. Yeah, it says this, but it shall come to pass. Now, this is people who won't hear the word of God. They won't believe the, the message of the gospel preach about covenant living. And so, you know, you know, they say, well, you know, I, I got time. No, you don't have time. This thing is killing people in the earth. You need to get in the covenant with God. You need to find your local church. You need to submit yourself to a man and woman of God. Amen. And get into the word and stand in agreement with them and watch the blessing power of God come on your life. Amen. Look what he says. But it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. And I'm telling you something to this day. I've been saved since 1985. I have not. When I start reading about the curse. I always stop. I get three verses in and I have to give it up. Glory to God, because it is so terrible to live a cursed life. 
And I've lived it a long time. And I'm telling you, I've lived under the curse and I've lived under the blessing. And living under the blessing is so much better. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's so much better. Amen. And God wants you to live the blessed life. Amen. Now, the blessing, like I said, is God's idea. And it's the first thing that he gave man. Over there in Genesis 1, we'll look at it. First thing that he gave man, before he gave man anything, before he even gave man an assignment, the very first thing God gave man was the blessing. That tells me that the blessing is one of the most, if not the most important thing after salvation for you to have in your life. Look what it says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. The Bible says this, and God said, let us make man in our own image after our own likeness and let them have dominion over all the fish of the sea and over all the fowl of the air and over all the cattle and over, uh, and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's what he did. Amen. Now watch this. Amen. In verse 27, and God created man in his own image. In other words, he did what he said in his own image. Of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God, watch what he did, verse 28, and God blessed them and God said unto them, he imparted it on them, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over all the fish of the sea and over all the fowl of the air and over every living thing that move it upon the earth. God, see when you say God bless them, God just didn't speak it over them, God transferred power into them to have dominion, authority, amen, watch this, and blessing in their life. Glory to God. Amen. And that's very important for you to have in your life as you live and breathe in this earth today. Amen. Now listen, hallelujah. I want you to see, amen, the seven blessings of Abraham. Amen. And that there are many things, amen, in these blessings that we need in our own life. And I'm, I'm going to go through one or two of them today and we'll, we'll stop because we'll, we'll make the rest part two. But I want you to see the seven blessings of Abraham that we need to have in our life. Number one, we are blessed to be called of God to serve him. That's a blessing. God called Abraham in Genesis chapter 12, verse one and two. Glory to God. Let's look at it. He called him and he, he, he cut covenant with him. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, God said, listen, I want you to serve me and I'm going to get in the covenant with you and I'm going to be everything you need me to be. The Bible says again, in the call of Abraham. Now the Lord said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country, from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. Let me tell you something, in order to live this blessed life. You might have to depart from some things. You might have to depart from unbelief. You might have to depart from people, glory to God, who don't believe in the God that you serve. And I'm telling you something, you need to check your friends in this season, glory to God, because if they're not lining up with this, they're not going to help you in your life. In fact, they can bring the curse on your life. So you're going to have to depart from anything and anybody that's not in covenant with God. Number two, watch this now. Amen. Number two, second thing, God, the blessing Amen. Can come upon your finances if you believe God. Look at look at a uh, look at a uh, let's look at uh, Psalms thirty five twenty seven. God wants you to be blessed. Hallelujah. Everything Abraham had became blessed because he had a covenant with God, and you can have that same covenant. Everything you have will be you'll be on that same job you've been on for eighteen years, and the blessing will come on your life, and God will start e increasing you like you've never been increased before. Glory to God. 
Look at, uh, I said Psalms 35, verse 27. Yeah, that's what it says. It says, let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity, well-being, safety and sufficiency of his servant. Notice you got to be a servant. Glory to God. That's what prosperity is to have full sufficiency, have all your needs met, have your body well. Praise God. See, prosperity is more than money. And if you think it's just money, then you've missed the boat. Praise God. But have all your needs met. Have peace in your home with your spouse. Glory to God. Have your children serving God. Amen. They're not out there following after the world. Praise God. That blessing will come on your life. Amen. Amen and amen. And I'm telling you something. You need to get ready for this anointing. There's an anointing of blessing that's coming on the church in this in this time because of this pandemic that's coming on the world. The church is going to be energized to amen and part the blessing all around it to cancel out the curse that the devil is trying to bring against the church. And I mean, listen to me, amen, men and women of God. Just hear this little simple preacher right here. When you start preaching the blessing and start releasing its power against that curse, the blessing knows what to do. Amen. I cover everyone in my, our church with the blessing every night. I cover them with the blood and I cover them with the blessing. Glory to God. And I'm telling you, them people still are increasing even in this time. Glory to God. Amen. And amen. And I'm telling you, the blessing knows what to do. So you might as well just amen. Glory to God. Go ahead on and, and buy into it. Hallelujah. Let's look at it. Third thing that the blessing will do, it'll come upon your family. Amen. And bring favor and peace in your house. Look at Psalms 115, verse 14. Boy, I, I, I'm getting happy just looking at this. Amen. This will be the last one. Amen. Psalm, Psalms 115, verse 14. Well, I, mean, I mean, there's a lot of blessing in this Bible if you just can believe God for it. Psalms 115, verse 14. Look what it says. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Yea, you are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Glory to God. Honey, I'm telling you, God has blessing on his mind for you. If you look at the 12th verse of Psalms 115, verse 12, the, the Bible says the Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. Glory to God. Honey, I'm telling you, you need to have the blessing power of God in your life and then you need that anointing to come in your life. Amen. You need the anointing of the Holy Spirit to show up for blessing in your life. And if I were you, I'd get in covenant with God today to have God's blessing in my life. Let's pray. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this time that we spent with these, your people. We pray, Father God, and we impart and release now the blessing power of God to every person that's needing a touch from God today in their life. Touch them right now for salvation. Touch them right now for the healing of their bodies. Touch them right now for the increase of their finances. Touch them right now on those jobs that are oppressing them. We command breakthrough power to come to them to bless them in Jesus' name. We thank you for doing it, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Well, if you need to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, friend, all you have to do is repeat this prayer after me. This Say this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know without you, I'm lost. I know without you, I'll die and go to hell. Lord Jesus, I don't want to die and go to hell. I want to go to heaven and be with you. Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my heart. I repent of all my doubt and unbelief and the sins of my past. Come into my heart 
and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that, amen, you are the son of God. I believe God raised you from the dead. I believe you're coming again. Send your spirit to me, Jesus, and transform me now. Transform me now in the mighty name of Jesus and make me yours in Jesus' name. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Friend, if you prayed that prayer, I believe you got born again. Amen. I believe that you're on your way to blessing in your life. And I believe that God is turning things around for you. Well, until next week, this is Pastor Ellis Stelly on behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden and Naomi, and the anointed people of Seed of Life Church Houston and our Seed of Life Church family. We want you to do one thing. Live supernaturally and speak life. Because at Seed of Life, we want you to know and remember that Jesus is Lord. See you next week.